Hello, 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 soul friends, and welcome to this episode of Shine Your Soul Light podcast, where we are sharing the voices of visionaries who are leading in the golden age. My name is Mary Gooden. I am delighted to be your host. Truly, my mission is to support others in aligning and defining with their ever-evolving mission. I do so with courage and authenticity as the heart of humanity. I ask that we all just take a moment of stillness and silence to close the eyes and open the heart. May we anchor in love, compassion, and grace, and may we receive wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Joining me on this fabulous episode today is Brittany, is it Ebus? Did I say it right? Ibis. Ibis. I was Brittany Ibis, she is a licensed esthetician of 14 years a certified herbalist, and the founder of Somatic Soul Skin. Brittany is extremely passionate about bridging the gap between what we're experiencing on the outside of our skin, having to do with our internal beauty. Within her programs, she combines high-quality skincare, embodiment work, self-acceptance, and overall harmony in the mind-body-soul to achieve unmatched results. Brittany, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Would you share with the audience where you are in the world and in your own words, what it's like to to really step into this place of helping people see their inner beauty and their outer beauty? Thank you so much for having me, Mary. I am so excited to be here. And I am in Northwest Arkansas. And not many people think of Arkansas, but it's just like a beautiful little state down here. I'm I'm new to the area and I'm loving it. Yeah, you're right. People don't think of, I don't think of Arkansas a lot. And I live, I have a place in Louisiana kind of oh. below you, but um, you are missing out because I've driven through it and it really, you're right. It's like this beautiful, quaint little state, like the best kept secret. I know. And the secret's getting out. Um I have family in Louisiana too, but I was from Chicago, lived in Colorado, and we ended up in Arkansas. And it's just like, it's kind of the best of both worlds of having hills and nature. It's the natural state and it is, it really is beautiful. So much greenery. Well, you're convincing me that I probably need to take another trip there. You should, (laughs) yes. Might have to come see you. But yeah, so tell us a little bit more about how you kind of, st- you've been an esthetician for 14 years, and I imagine over this time frame, you've really started to notice how important it is to embody this inner beauty. To be honest, it took me much longer than you would think, but I had the classic story of being, having acne like the classic esthetician story, having terrible acne and skin as a teenager uh, and as an adult. And um, and that's why I got into aesthetics initially was for the vanity of it, of helping people clear their skin. It wasn't until I actually started working on the other side of the business, working for skincare companies. So I started working for an organic skincare company in sales and stuff like that, which was super fun. I like the business aspect. And that's when I started down more of a natural health path. 
So aesthetics has been so cool to me because it has started as vanity. Then it really got me into like natural health and herbs. And I probably had an affinity for that stuff already, but it really started driving home with like ingredients in these products that was made by an herbalist in Hungary. Uh, the, the company was called Alika Organic Skincare. And I was like inspired. But throughout like all of this trajectory, here I am working for a skincare company, organic skincare company. And I just have still the worst acne and acne has come and gone for me. And at the time I had moved away from my family and my grandma was going through Alzheimer's, had Alzheimer's and it was getting bad. And growing up, it was my mom, me, my grandma, like we, she raised me. So she was like a mom and just dealing with the emotional aspect. I can feel my voice even get a little shaky now still. But I just had like, it didn't matter how much product I had at the tip of my fingers. It didn't matter all the tools, machines, whatever. That's when I really started noticing like, this is an emotional component. People talk about it being hormones, gut health, and it is all of those things. Plus, there's a root cause to acne being retention hyperkeratosis, which that's just... I won't get into the, to that aspect, you know, so it's like, it was this blend of all these things, but I really think that the emotional component and the stress now, I know this, I didn't know that then was also affecting my hormones and my, all these other aspects of my systems that were also triggering. Plus I was already prone to acne. So I, I go back home to be with her best decision I ever made found another skincare line that I had no clue about and in fact I still work for that company to this day um, and that company is called Green Envy again another super green line they were really into natural health and essential oils okay now I get more into the natural health I moved to Colorado. I take an herb class, like school, go to herb school. Like everything has just, that's when I really started seeing the internal aspect. So I feel like I was getting there then, but it was not until I moved to Arkansas. I started an aesthetic business. Things are going well, but again, at the time I'm building a house. My husband and I just got married. We are living in a camper for like, two years, which was fun when we could travel. But once we were just set here to build the house, it was tough. Uh, and just in that moment, um, all this excess trauma that I never dealt with of previous deaths, not only of my grandma and, and others. So grief has been a big learning lesson for me in this life has decided to rear its head while we're kind of, you know, not having that safe place. I closed that. I stopped doing facials and I went deep into like internal work. And now I know that that was totally necessary because I have a completely different outlook 
on skin health. And I really believe this is why I'm like somatic soul skin. When people are in their bodies, they're raising their vibration, connecting to spirit, universe, themselves, their higher self. Um, I think connecting to ourselves and grounding in almost kind of allows us to go higher and have that higher vibration. And I mean, I could see a difference even in my skin, not just like clarity wise, but like weight. I didn't do anything when all of a sudden weight fell off. My face shape started changing again. You know, I left a ton of details, even though that's a long story, I still left a ton of details out, but you know, I was just totally disconnected from my body. I wasn't recognizing the person I was in the mirror. I had so much imposter syndrome. Like I know all these things to be doing. And it just was another, it was just another, like, I don't know, light bulb moment of just like, this work is so much deeper. And through that work, I'm like, every single client I have, it has stress. Like stress is such a limiting issue for, and it really messes with all the other aspects in our body, in my opinion. Um, And so it's just like, so now I'm like, um, becoming certified in neural awareness, because I really believe that like, the skincare part is so fun. I'm a product junkie. Products can definitely work. I do believe that, but maybe not for long-term if you're not addressing all these other aspects. And yeah. I love this share because, you know, I'm going to break it right down. You wouldn't think that becoming an esthetician, you became an esthetician because you did. You struggled with your skin your whole life and you wanted to, to kind of find the way. To, like me, I went into fitness because I wanted to find the way to make sure that I was going to keep myself in check. Um, but all the while in doing this and going after this, you were able to, it created a space for you to find yourself and evolve this, this just this esthetician in you to so much more that there are healing modalities. Doing some inner work actually makes the outer presentation better or or cleaner or um just more vibrant right healthier and one wouldn't think that and you know grace to all of us that get to go on this journey with you because there are people that are going to listen and say wow because they're you know people are struggling with all kinds of things and you nailed it on the head when you really go in there when you get back in your body that I was out of my body for a long time because I didn't want to feel the pain. I didn't want to feel the limitations I thought were, were that I had because I was in my body. Sometimes you think if you get out of the body, it, there's more expansion, but it was, I was running away from stress because that's what was in my body. And to know that, that alleviating stress at the end of the day, like you said, to, to actually go into soul care, to get in your body and go in and do the inner work to understand why am I stressed out? Why am I choosing stress? What in my life has, has led me to believe that I have to choose stress or the grief or un, 
unfinished business or unprocessed suffering. It's huge. And now to be able to share that with clients as an esthetician and so much more. I mean, this is how we shine our light. We can shine our light no matter what line of work that we're in. And that's what I love, no matter where we are. So when when uh, Brittany first came on and she told me, you know, she's an esthetician, I'm like, oh, because you're, you're working with the crown and the third eye chakra. You're working in people's head energy all day long. So imagine being an esthetician that ha doesn't have the inner work and you're playing your energy that is not grounded, playing in somebody else's head energy this goes this is where i go and i'm like you know that's a that's a disaster in itself <laughs> it's like hairdressers hairdressers that are suffering and only have negative input they're basically putting that into your energy field so kudos to you Brittany, for caring about the world enough to go in and do your work thank so you so much you, yeah <laughs> i and i and like I told you I had not really thought of it in that kind of way. And I never thought about the hairdresser aspect either, but it is so true. And it isn't until now that like, I really try to ground in before clients come and I, I'm doing this. And I was, and I had the same thought, even though, even though I wasn't thinking it exactly how you, you said it, I still had this thought like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I used to just like run in, do facial, run out, whatever. And um, yeah, and, and my facials are a different experience and they're not rushed and they're it, hopefully so much more. And I even had a client say, Brittany, how do you tell people what you're doing in these treatments? And I said, Marnie, I don't know yet because that's what I'm trying to figure out. And she's like, I'm going to help you because she's like, I tell everyone, but, and I don't want to come to this conversation as if I have it all figured out because I'm still doing my work as well. And so it's not, it's, it's just like, we're doing it together now. And I'm sharing what I'm learning with people because yeah, not only the embodiment piece, but the self-confidence piece and the beauty industry in general is in, going in such a direction that I personally don't believe in. And I want people like this word true beauty is so played out and mm -hmm. I don't love that phrase because of how played out it is but every time I try and like try and wrap everything up into like a word that I'm trying to do it really does come back to true beauty as cliche as it is because we're really trying to use the inner work as the pathway to outer beauty mm -hmm. and you know people will do that and that's that also is people are doing that in this industry but sometimes it's more just supplement based or you know again another quick fix and it's like man mm -hmm. you got it so there, there are no quick fixes really though, are there? There's, there's one, there's one fix and it's going in, it's yes. going in. And we, we get to go in for every, for as long as we're breathing. Cause like you said, it's not that you have it all figured out. And, and if we're still breathing, we really don't have it all figured out. There is, we are, we are figuring things out in ever evolving moment uh, while we're breathing. 
<laughs> that's how my thought on it. Like, nope, we'll never, you know, we'll, we maybe we figure it all out when we take our last breath. Yes. And then we come into the next lifetime at that level. But yeah. to, to put the two together, and I love this conversation because people wouldn't really think that they have skin. I don't want to call it, you know, just skin disorders well, because they have things on the inside, uncleared trauma. I mean, your skin, it, what is showing up on your skin is uh, a symptom of something systemic happening in the body and your nervous system and your skin literally touch, like they touch it, and nobody's, nobody talks about that. It's like, it's crazy. Um, and so the neural awareness part is like, is this piece that I'm so excited about because our nervous system is already kind of the bridge between our bodies and our minds and, and um, our souls kind of, I, I believe so. And then the, and because, like I said, I, I'm still, I'm also figuring it out and going along in my journey, but, you know, so I'm never trying to come as like, yes, I'm an expert in some things, but I'm never trying to come as like, I'm not, I'm not a, the expert in everything in all of these modalities, but if I can be the bridge to somebody, to bring somebody in through their, through the out, outer, because that's what we look at the most. And that's what people want to fix first. So if I can bring people in through that aspect and kind of show them and bring them out through a different aspect and show them these different modalities, then hopefully after they work with me, they can go even deeper into their own self-discovery with somebody else that is very resonant. And then, you know, and, and go kind of even deeper and deeper. And um, yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I guess I'm just saying like, I'll use a lot of different modalities um, within my programs to really bring us back to self and self-love and self-confidence. But this is, my programs are really supposed to be just the beginning of that for them. The cutting edge. Brittany is on the cutting edge. I know cutting she doesn't want to claim herself as an expert, but she is on the cutting edge of putting, putting us all together in a way that helps us understand that it, you know, beauty is on the inside. And like you said, it's touching the nerves and the skin they're touching mm -hmm. and what we who we are on the inside is the reflection that we get to see on the outside and I love that you're stepping into all of this because it is new it is a new way and this is what happens when we shine our soul light we're sharing things that some people have never heard of before and it becomes a you know there are levels of comfort level of comfort shifts I don't like to claim anything, you know, it just shifts because it's new. I love to to poke in a little bit about about being in this and and developing this and putting this together for for yourself and for your clients. Uh, I know when we start shifting, uh, a lot of outside eyes are appearing. You know, relationships start acting different. And I I'm curious. It's a question I have for all of uh, my guests in this time of developing and, and shining in a new way what has it been like relationally for you uh, 
because when we shift, you know, some people will be like, what are you doing? Like, and then other people are just like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> that has been the wildest part of it because it is, it is so much easier. And I've had this talk with my mentor over and over again. It is so much easier to change and shift and evolve when you are alone or have, you know, have that smaller bubble or you're just kind of doing it. But it's so much different when you're married or in, in partnership with somebody because it, you kind of, I'm trying to see how, how to ex explain this, but you know, my husband probably saw a side of me that he definitely did not think that he signed up for or know that he signed up for. Right. And it, I kind of went to a pretty dark, dark place. And while living in such a small, I mean, it was a truck camper. So the only thing that had a little door on it was, a, was the bathroom. Okay. And so it made it a little bit even more challenging. I'm not even recognizing myself in the mirror, just in my own world, trying to like work through a lot of stuff. And I am lucky to have somebody like my husband. And although he may not understand all the things that I've been, that I had gone through and that I still kind of do, you know, I mean, I'm really big into shadow work and doing all, you know, doing a lot of different stuff and still learning uh, things that I'm working through. And if I didn't have him, um, I don't know that everyone would understand it. I think it's really difficult to, to change and evolve. And that's what you're supposed to do in partnership and relationship, right? And the most, the coolest thing about it is that once I started coming out the other side and I actually started breaking, breaking old patterns and only focusing on myself and what I was bringing into that relationship, because all of that, all of the trauma, all the things that of course affect your relationships. And I started seeing a difference in him. And then if I would go back to old patterning, I would see that difference. It was wild and he's not even doing any of the work, mm -hmm. but I definitely lucked out into having such an even keel, like he's a Taurus and sometimes the even keelness and the groundedness, uh, I mean, we're much, we're very different and I can't understand it all the time, but man, I know that he was like, so meant to be in my life because I've just never had that safety to be able to, mm -hmm. to do that. And it's not always been easy in the relationship. But what's cool is that he's also willing to accept a new version of me because it helped both of us. And uh -huh. then relations with friendships and stuff. People are like, man, I see you doing, I can really see a difference. My mom, my mom, it was very vulnerable to like change in front of your mom too. Yeah. And, um, and things like that. So it's very, it makes it, I would say like when people are going through that, it's a little nerve wracking when you're trying to change for the better, not even change, just evolve and 
other people now have to learn this. I don't know if it's learn or accept or, um, you know, accept, I think is more of it or not. They either do or they don't. Yeah. Um, and I think the key to that, you're right. It, that is, that's why I ask about relationships all the time because they will hold us hostage or they will set us free. It's, um, and, and we can't, we don't know anybody. We just, we know what we know, what we know, and we know what we've learned. And we're all living in this paradigm of learning how to people please. And so when we start stepping out into becoming something more of us and, and pleasing us, there is the shift and people either accept or reject. And one thing that I have found um, in all the conversations, we just, I just had another podcast on this same piece um, because it's your perception. When you're doing well, your perception of your, of people outside of you is really good. And when you're not doing well, your perception of people outside of you is probably bad because it all de depends on where you are of how you see everybody around you. But uh, it is, it, it is a, it is a pivotal time. And I have found that communication, uh, communication is really the key to, to being willing and committed to radical shift. And we all have a radical shift to make at some point in this lifetime. Um, we may not choose to, and we may go into another lifetime, still forced to, at some point, make this radical shift of choosing us, choosing me choosing to prioritize my comfort, choosing to embody my gift, choosing to take inspired action towards what I know that nobody else will ever know. And that's mm -hmm. humanness. <laughs> and it is, it's a, it's a big deal. And the communication piece, when you're doing your inner work and you're working through things, you or I at least, noticed I mean I communicated differently so that changed that helped the communication as we're going through these changes as I'm going through my stuff right and then I mean the communication was a clear indicator of like I felt I'm back to old patterning or I'm you know because I like to test myself or you know I, I have like it is fun yeah, I'm just like, oh, I got, I'm feeling great. I'm going to go back to uh, not my great habits. I'm going to go back to some bad habits or something, you know, a couple days or a week or a month or, you know. It's like giving up a hamburger and then a couple weeks later, it's like, I'm going to go to have the hamburger again and see what happens. <laughs> I just got to test it out is, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But I, you can see that in communication, mm -hmm. that change. Yeah. And that's, a, it's a big one for us, all of us. Again, we're all humans. We're all coming from the same kind of conditioned program, societal, cultural ideas that we are programmed. And, you know, as I always say, we are assigned, everything is assigned and defined to us at birth based on what our parents know and not to blame them because they really don't know any better. We all don't know any better until we start going in to say, well, this doesn't feel good. So what can I do for me to make it feel better? And I think it's, um, I think it's just really, I think we're blessed to be alive in such a time that, that there is more space to evolve into our true beauty. 
into our true essence, into our truth. And there are a lot of facades, as you even said in beauty, a lot of facades that are going to, a lot of curtains are going to be blown open. A lot of things are going to show up uh, that we realize um, that everything we have is within us. It's not a supplement. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, creams are good. Lotions are good. Skin gets dry. I get that. But right, it's a it's an mm -hmm. internal, it's an inside job. Mm -hmm. And the more people that are willing and committed to to that practice of just going in, we'll we'll start to see true beauty. It will be, you know, it will be the mainstream. Mm -hmm. So a bow and reverence to you, Brittany, for really mm -hmm. doing this level of work and in talking it out, you might even have a whole new appreciation for it because it's a big deal what you're doing. You're you're helping people feel good on the the inside and the outside. You're not yeah. you're not feeding them the same old stuff that you could have fed them 14 years ago because that's what you were taught. You took initiative to actually find a solution that's way deeper than skin, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> There's a magazine in the in our industry, and I think it might be for estheticians only, but it's called Skin Deep. And I'm like, oh no, it ain't skin deep, you know. It's soul deep. We're I mean, we're going into the soul of things. Well, I can't wait to um to hear more. I know you've got some programs in the works and things are evolving at a divine pace. Um, so I just suggest so how can people connect with you, Brittany? What's the easiest way for them to to follow you? So right now, you're right. I am in the works of going to be launching a beta um, program for skin. And this is going to be for acne, um, adult acne, and also for aging or hyperpigmentation people. But the, that's kind of the skin concern aspects. And then it's really going to be a customized treatment based on like what's really happening with their nervous system and and their skin because it's not there's a lot of solutions that can help same similar solutions that can help a lot of people but I feel like it's still very customized treatment so on Instagram you can follow me on Instagram at somatic soul skin and there's not much there now I will warn everyone but um it's going to be a lot of education uh, coming through there and also that's where we'll be talking about different programs and um, I really want it's it's going to end up being really a knowledge base um, thing like I I, I just want to help people yeah. I just want to I just want to get the word out and, and help people and in a different way one thing that remains true is knowledge is power knowledge empowers us to yeah. take a step in a direction that that feels better if we can use that word in a direction that feels more aligned and it's all trial and error, but knowledge gives us incentive to try yes. something new and to understand something more about ourselves than we maybe did yesterday. So I think that it's again, brilliant how you're bringing life to, to your work in this way and how you're going to change so many lives uh, by this, because this is something, you know, this could 
really be a great virtual piece by having these discussions and being able to shift the different things that align with the 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 skin and the 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 stress levels and the the externals it's it's brilliant so thank you thank you thank you my last question is um just a fun one i always like to ask my guests to describe in one word how it feels for you to lead in this this age of love and truth and and really transformation Well, I love this question. I was just talking to my business coach about this. And I have to actually say that it's a fun question, but I had a lot of resistance to this, not only um, resistance to like, I wouldn't say uh, I had resistance to kind of thinking it like that, or I'm like, oh, I have this great idea. And then I start putting something out on Instagram. And then I saw like other estheticians follow. And then I thought, oh, shoot, I, I am nervous. Like, are other people going to do what I'm doing? Right. And then I thought, wait a second, what am I doing? Like the whole point, like literally my whole goal is to be a disruptor in the beauty industry and change the way that people think about beauty. And if other estheticians are going to get on board with this, which they are starting to, um, that's the mission. Why would I want to gatekeep this? And so let's all do it. And, and so hopefully the programs end up down the line where I can actually teach other estheticians also to be how different aspects of doing this so that. I mean, I can't help every single person in the United States, but I want every single person to know how freaking like beautiful they are because of their uniqueness. So I love it. I want to like really own this. And if other estheticians are doing it, awesome. If they're not and they're going to start, awesome. And yeah, let's like change the way that the beauty industry is. I, I just have to say like, and this, this is the reason right now, everybody is wanting to look the same. And sorry, I'm going off on a tangent because I'm just so dang passionate about this. Is that your one word, passion? <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it wasn't, but you know, maybe. <laughs> I'm um, feeling it. I'm feeling your passion, but go on a tangent. Yeah. So uh, two, two little things I had, I remember I had an ex-boyfriend who was like a long, whatever, ex-boyfriend. One of the things that he thought was so cute and beautiful about me is my crooked tooth right here in the front. He's just like, oh my God, like that was the cutest thing. So it's like our imperfections are freaking cute, beautiful, unique. Like, let's remember that. We forgot that. But I feel like we used to kind of know that. Like, I, I feel like there used to be a time where we used to like to be unique, you know, and look different and all that. And gosh, like, yeah, that, that's what I find beautiful in people is like, oh my gosh, look at her cute little freckles or whatever, you know, stuff like that. Um, so anyway, that's, that's really the whole point is that I just want people to really accept themselves and feel beautiful with, mm -hmm. with themselves, with where they're at right now. And I mean, something you said is like, it's going in because, and it wasn't until I did this work 
or started doing more internal work that I was like, oh my God, wait a second. I have the power of myself. Like, wait a second. I got my, I got me. Once I started kind of shifting, like the victim mentality a little bit, not that, I I don't want to say that in a negative way, but it was empowering. It wasn't, it wasn't a negative way. It was like, oh my God, like the power is within us. We do have the ability to connect with ourselves and to change our patterns and to live a higher vibration life. And it was just like, oh my God, like there was just something that clicked and it was like, this is so empowering. Mm -hmm. It is. It really is. And you're right. Uh, It is an aha moment when you finally get it and you're like, wait a minute. I've had these choices all along. Yes. And it does become like, yeah. And, and really truthfully, just basically summing up to what you said, you, I am the only one that can change me. And when I change, everything changes. But each one of us, our uniqueness, our individuality, it's the same. I'm the only one that can change me and mm-hmm. shift me and empower me and love me and trust me. I'm the only one that can do that for me. It's not something that comes from outside of me. It comes from inside of me. It's mm-hmm. glorious. It's really just, it's good to be on this side of seeing life. I mean, yes. <laughs> really Can you imagine going back. Well, once you see it, you can't. <laughs> you can't. That's exactly. I remember I hit this point and I was like, well, that's, this is not changing. I am fully in this and we are moving forward and yeah, I can I never go back. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And when you try to, to unsee it, it gets even more uncomfortable and awkward. So it's, you know, it's like this, it's the snowball effect. And then I just say, once you become the snowball, enjoy the ride, right? Enjoy the ride. Oh my <laughs> well, God, I you appreciate- said snow. Snow is such a little, I have such oh, a little yeah. spiritual connection to snowflakes. <laughs> We've had snow all day today here in Sedona. You have. It's, oh. it's just white and beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. Um, I took some video. I've been talking to it. I walked in it. It's it's lovely. And so we're just embracing the snow. But thank you so much, Brittany, for sharing so much of yourself with the audience today and uh, really walking us through um, why it's so important. You know, it's not it's it's way deeper than skin. Yes. It's way deeper than skin and uh, coming back to to the real essence of true beauty is is the light that you're shining in the world. So thank you for for shining that light. And for those of you that missed it, uh, you can follow Brittany on Instagram at somatic soul skin. Is that right? That's somatic right. soul skin. And there's going to be a lot of knowledge coming your way. So just go to your Instagram right now. Pull it up somatic soul skin and know that just by doing that you're changing your life it's true you just by getting into the frequency it's true by saying you know i'm getting into this frequency i'm getting into britney's frequency 
um, your life is going to change. It's going to shift something. You're going to learn something and it's going to show you something better, more oh. holistic. I hope so. And that is my intention. Well, I know that your intention is good, apparently, because it's bubbling out of me. Uh, to the <laughs> audience, I say thank you for always listening. Uh, until we get to meet in this beautiful and collective energy once again, I say keep shining your light. Keep sharing your love and your truth with the world. Bye for now, everyone.